0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And
1: praise the Lord. Thank you for joining me again today, you know, on our second healing and deliverance service. I praise and thank God for his mercy and his goodness. I thank God by faith for those of you who have come out to join us today. And I thank the Lord for tuning those in who desire to be here but they were not able to be here I thank God for you too because I know the Holy Spirit has drawn you to the YouTube video or, or the speaker message of the audio recording of today's service so I thank God for you but you know what dear heart we need to always remember that Jesus loves us very much and dear heart in order for us To believe Jesus' Word, we foremost must hear His Word. Now, I want you to remember, in the Word of God, it always shows us that the people always heard about Jesus. It's what they heard about Jesus that caused them to believe in Jesus. So, as the Lord has said in His Word, faith only comes by hearing. And in this case, if you want to believe God, it comes by hearing the word of God. Hearing what Jesus has already done, what he is done, what he have done. So, dear heart, we, we need to be aware of our hearing. Ask yourself, what are you hearing on a day-to-day basis? Who are the people? that are around you, and what are they talking about? If they're not talking about the things of God, then what, your trust, your faith in God will be very short. Sure. That's the reason why when Jesus walked this earth, there was those that was around him that, that, did, have, that did not have no faith. Why? Because they was not hearing him. And that's why he always said, you men of little faith. Why? Because they were always hearing what their neighbor had to say. They always were hearing what what their neighbor was talking about instead of, you know, cleaving to the Word of God, cleaving to what Jesus said. Jesus is our Savior. Jesus is our Healer. He is also our Deliverer. But again, dear heart, Jesus is still telling us today, be it according to your own faith. Dear there heart, there's times in our lives that we will need deliverance, we will need a miracle, we will need a healing. But a lot of times we try to um, go, in other words, a short route and, and go and get a man or woman of God to pray for us, going within our heart our hearing has not, has not been cleaving to the Word of God. So therefore, we, we want someone else to do the work for us. And that's why some of you are not receiving your healing. You're not receiving your deliverance. Because you're not paying attention to what you're hearing on a day-to-day basis. You've got to. You must hear the Word of God. We need to make it a daily habit, a daily practice. In hearing the word word of God. Well, but I want you to think about the rest of the week on a day-to-day basis. I want you at the end of the day get a get a notepad and a pencil. And and the Holy Spirit is gonna bring back to your remembrance, and you need to jot down your thoughts for that week. And you have two columns, one column saying the things of God, what God said has said to me. Another column is what people have said. And I guarantee you that the column that says, that least what people have said will supersede the column what God has said. And dear what that is where your trust, that is where your faith lies. Now I want you to do that little project for for next week. And, And that project will help you to be aware that you must pay attention to what you're hearing. Regardless of who it is that's speaking, regardless of who it is that's that's talking, you've got to watch what you hear. And dear our purpose today at the Healing Deliverance Service, first of all, is to encourage your faith and build your trust and faith in the Word of God by bringing back to your remembrance according to what Jesus has already said in His Word. So right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you, Father, to manifest your power, your glory through me, Lord. Lord, the people that are here by faith and the people who are listening to this this broadcast message, to this service over, over the airway, Father, I ask you to strengthen their heart, strengthen their trust, their desire in you, To keep them strong in you, Lord Jesus. Father, help them to make a difference in what they are allowing to come into their hearing. Help them to realize that in order for their trust their faith in you through your son Jesus to be increased, they must get familiar with the things that you have already told us in your word. They must know your will that you desire to be done on this earth as it is in heaven. And the only way, Father, is through the the reading of your word. Help them to become familiar with with what you desire, with what your aim, your, your will, your passion for them on this earth, Father. Help them, Father. Father, I praise and thank you for... We truly do not know what we do because if we truly did, Father, we wouldn't be doing things that is opposition against you. And and continue to to strengthen our trust and our faith in you, Father. Father, help us to have a relationship with you like we never had before, Father. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that you always heard us and, Father, you, you always perform your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven as we remind you of your word. We thank you for hearing us and for doing your word as well. Father, we know that you are more real than what than, than we are. And we praise and glorify you. We thank you, Father, because of the privilege you have given us to come to you through your Son Jesus Christ, and we don't take that lightly, Father. We praise you and glorify you and magnify you today in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I ask you to pour, bring forth your Spirit upon me to teach your children to build their trust, their faith in you, Father, and you only. Father, help us to not to be moved by sight, but by faith. Father, I thank you for your presence here by your Holy Spirit, and I thank you for the angels that you got in this room, Father. I glorify you and magnify you, Father. I thank you, Father, for the people that you have drawn to yourself through your Son Jesus through us, Father, as we minister your word to them, Father, in spirit and in truth. Father, I thank you for the things you have done in our lives and things you are doing, things you will do. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: I nah, do we'll be- Oh. you go. You take me from the mira clay, Set my feet upon a rock, and now I know that you love me, Jesus. That you love me, Jesus. Oh. You're my Savior, my closest friend, and I will worship you until the very end, until the very end, until the very end. end. On rock. Now I know that you love me, that you love me Jesus. Though my love will fall, I'll never let you go. I'll never let you go.
1: even today, this morning, I said, Lord you know I love a scripture to reference. give me a scripture to reference. So he gave me one and it's the faith of a canaanite woman. You know I felt like he particularly saying terror my desire to set children free. And I think it's a blessing that today you are brought your children. It's not by accident today, it's by the will of God. You know, God's desire is to set children free. Do you not know Satan's aim today is to destroy the children, a generation? Do you not know? Now everyone thinks when a child dies, they automatically goes to heaven. But every child who lived on earth is not, in heaven. that died at such a young age is not in heaven. Could you imagine Jesus Christ watching and seeing children crying out in pain and agony in hell for him? But he can't do anything. Could you just imagine the hurt? Jesus Christ, he said, tears come from my eyes. Tears come from his eyes when he sees a human being in hell, period. But for a child, a child who we say didn't know no matter. But dear heart, they do. They do. Jesus' desire is to set captives free, and that includes children. Because the trial of the enemy is to start within a person's life when they're a child. That's the reason why as an adult we have so many problems because what had taken place in our lives when we was a child. That was when the enemy took that ground. (laughs) Due to the parent's lack of knowing or knowledge in God's Word. So therefore, they are the umbrella of the children, so if Jesus Christ is not their umbrella, then the child's umbrella is broken. You know, if you get caught in the rain and you got an umbrella and it breaks down, that's why children today do not desire the things of God, because in their mind Satan has taken t- t- such a strong hold in their mind. That's the that's the ground that Satan wants in a child is in the mind, and bef- and by the time the parent comes. To see how the enemy have gotten the ground of a child's mind, it's too late. The child is a teenager or the child is, is, is a dog. It's too late then. But dear heart, Jesus today wants to set children free. And with this Canaanite woman, she came to the Lord. Think about Bible and go to Matthew, the 15th chapter, starting at verse 21. It say, in going away, and I'm reading from the amplified version. It say, in going away from there, Jesus withdrew to the district of Tyre and, and, and Sidon. You know, the Father is so gracious. The Father knew that this woman was there. He purposely sent Jesus in that area, to that area, because this woman's faith was crying out to God for his, her child. Verse 22, it says, And behold, a woman who was a Canaanite from the district came, came out and... See, she was a Canaanite. She wasn't a Jewish woman who believed in the practices of the Jews. She, she was a woman who actually believed in false gods. She was not serving the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And by doing that, that gave demons the legal, strong, the legal right legal right, to not just enter into her, but into her child as well. Now, this spirit entered into her child when the scripture doesn't give the girl's age, but she was a, a little older, probably in her late teens or something like that. But this spirit actually entered her when she was a little child due to. Her mother and, and her father will in rejecting God and refusing to serve the Lord. So this spirit entered this child's mind. Now, when this spirit entered the child's mind, the mother did had no idea. If the child was just plain and normal, it was not until years later when that spirit had had increased in strength, increased its numbers, entered that girl. And, and and begin to manifest through the girl through, what by having wild fits. You know, fits of anger. You know, uh, uh, mut- mutilating herself. That's when the mother knew there was something wrong. Which she could have found out way before it got to that event stage. So the scripture said this woman was a Canaanite in the district. came to Jesus. And she did not come to Jesus real lowly, he said, Jesus, Jesus, no. The scripture said, with a loud, troublesome, urgent cry. I don't know if you ever heard someone who, who who's in desperate need, and, and when they cry out, it's like it bothers you. And you'll say, you know, it don't take all that. They don't have to cry out like that. You ever been that before? Well, you're not that person. You might not be in need like that person is. And the scripture said this woman was very loud and troublesome. It was an urgent cry. And she begged. She even begged the Lord. See, this woman went through torment and hell through this devil, the demon that had entered her child. Now, I want you to think about this picture. This woman in the house with this demon-possessed child at night. This demon tormented her. The the demon through through her daughter even tried to attack her. She was afraid to even go to sleep at night. She probably locked the door. Now, we got people today who's going through the same thing. They're going through the same thing. They don't tell anybody because they're afraid. They're afraid. And she cried to the Lord and said, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Son of David, have mercy on me, O Lord, Son of David. She said, my daughter is miserably and and distressingly and cruelly, you hear she said cruelly, possessed by a demon. Why did she say cruelly? I told you this demon were attacking her through her child at night. Uh, I want you just to picture this. You know, as Pastor Pastor said, you just don't read the Bible, you have to read the Bible. You have to trust the Holy Spirit as you read to give you a revelation on what really was taking place. And the Holy Spirit gives you these details. A lot of people say, well, that's not written in there where the Word tells me that Jesus did so many things that the books couldn't even contain so the things he's done, you ain't going to read in here, but by the Holy Spirit, he will reveal to us those things that he done, you see. And when he revealed to you those things that, he, that, he, that Jesus done, it always going to be in perfect lining with the written word. This woman was grievously vexed, tortured, tormented by this demon through her daughter. She loved her daughter. She knew that those things Fits of rage were not her daughter. Her daughter loved her. She was kind. But I'm telling you, because of the sins of her parents, the spirit entered into this child. The spirit entered, because this was a Canaanite woman. Then, verse 23, it says, Now this woman cried out to the Lord. I mean, she violently cried out to the Lord. You know, dear Lord, the scripture here says, but Jesus did not answer her a word. Sometimes we can cry out to the Lord. He will be silent. And we'd be like, Lord, do you hear me? You hear me crying out to you. I'm in pain. I'm in vex. My children is not behaving the way they should behave. Father, in Jesus' name, Jesus, just say something. Jesus' is not saying anything. He's quiet. He's quiet and he's observant. And Jesus would do that to us. He would do that to us. He did it to this woman. He would do it to us. And why? Because he tells us where actually he let us see if we truly have faith in him. That's why he gives us that solid treatment. And whenever he gives us a tri- solid treatment, be careful, dear heart. Don't allow the evil one to falsely accuse Jesus Christ to you that he don't care. That he doesn't care. That's that's a lie. That's why Jesus is doing it to me, so you can see where your faith lies. Do your faith actually lie in my word that I care for you? I told you to cast all your care upon me regardless of what you see, regardless of the circumstances. They dictate the opposite of what you're asking me. Do you believe that I'm hearing you? Do you believe that? And then, what makes it so bad about Jesus, Their were so, you know what his disciples those men who was following him, just following the man. At that time, the disciple wasn't converted. I want you to remember that his disciples were not converted. That's another lesson down the line, but his disciples were not converted. So when Jesus gave this woman the son treatment, that's all Jesus' disciples wanted to see, and they said, And his disciple came and implored him. That means they kept trying to convince Jesus. Send her away. For she is crying out after us. They won't cry out after them. She will cry out after Jesus Christ. (laughs) See, that's what happens you got the wrong people calling themselves serving under you. They're not following you in the spirit. They follow you because they see they can get something from you or maybe Maybe by being connected to you, it would kind of boost what they do. It would help them to further and advance their their endeavors. So another one, they're talking about Sarah Waylor when she was crying after us. Oh no, no. uh uh-uh. This woman was only crying after Jesus. She knows the problem with her daughter, only Jesus Christ could 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 um, help her. Now as I said earlier, dear heart, remember, faith in God only comes by hearing the Word of God. Most times, we who claim to be ministers, we have stopped telling the people about Jesus, the people what Jesus has done. That's the reason why I'm finding I get so many people contacting me and do not have no trust, no faith in God. And it stems from them not hearing the Word of God. They always tell me what they heard their leaders say, their apostles say, their pastors say, or this minister said, no, it's about what Jesus said, but they never say that. So that's the reason why they don't have faith or trust in God. So we need to come back to announcing the good news of Jesus Christ, bringing to people a remember, remembrance. What Jesus have done, he's, he's, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He did it yesterday, he will do it today, and he will do it tomorrow. This woman whose daughter was grievously vexed with devil, cried out to the Lord in desperation for her child. And God, he heard her, but he, he tested her faith. He let her actually, I believe the reason why he did the disciples could see the woman's faith because disciples didn't have any faith, you know, because they wanted the Lord to send her away. In 24, he answered to the lady. You see how he counted? You see how Jesus was wise? We have to be wise whenever we minister the Word of God. Whenever we win souls to Jesus Christ, you got to be very wise. You have to trust our leader and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. The disciples told the Lord to send her away because she was crying after them, which was a lie. In 24, he said, he answered, not them, but the woman. He said, I was sent on to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. You kind of see how he ignored those disciples? Because what attracts Jesus' is faith? Now, his disciples were not speaking in faith. But that woman was in faith attracts the Lord. Trust in God attracts him. He ignored his disciples and his heart went after faith in this woman. He continued to test her and said, Well, i want to send to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, not to the Canaanites, those who have rejected God. But you know, dear heart, sometimes God will allow... to offend us to see if we will become offended. So you can't can't be offended. In other words, how bad do you want God to help you? How bad do you want God to answer you? Are you willing to humble yourself and allow the devil to other people to offend you, but in your heart you stand just as meek and humble like a little lamb? Because that's the behavior and the character of our Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 25 it says, but she, the woman, came. She refused to be offended. She was in need. She was crying out for her daughter. Her daughter deliverance. So she came and kneeled and worshipped him. And kept praying, and kept praying, the scripture said, and kept praying, Lord, help me, help me, help me. She refused to become offended. She refused to even blame her husband for the cause of her daughter's problem. She refused to even blame anybody. She refused to allow the devil to convince her that if you didn't do what you do, your daughter wouldn't be in this case. She refused all of that, dear heart. Scripture said... She knelt down and worshiped the Lord. And as she worshiped the Lord, she kept praying, Lord, help me. Help me. Now, she worshiped. The scripture said, I will help the Father seek for true worshipers. Those who worship me in spirit and truth. So that tells me time that our children are not behaving the way that they should behave then what we should do, don't be blaming other people as to why your child is behaving, or yourself, why your child is behaving the way they're behaving. You kneel down and you begin to worship him. And you keep praying for him, Lord, help me, help me. Because when she said, Lord, help me, help me, the Lord saw into her heart, and that desire was for him to deliver her child, to deliver her daughter. Verse twenty said, and he answered. He still was testing this woman, showing showing the disciples how great is this woman's faith. She had a faith and trust in him that did not give up and give in. She had a persistent, fervent faith in the Lord. It's a persistent and fervent faith in the Lord is when we would get results. This woman was in total desperation and need for the deliverance of her child because she knew if her child did not receive deliverance the enemy would prematurely take her child off the earth. She, She knew that. Verse 26 he said and he answered it is not right which is proper becoming or fair to take their children's bread, and those who are serving me, and throw it to the little (laughs) dogs. I was a teenager when I first read this, I said, Lord, you call the woman a dog. I was like, Jesus. I said, what? And And then, but the thing about it, this woman still refused to become offended. <laughs> That's the whole point. The point is not that God called her, Jesus called her a dog, but the point is she refused to become offended. That shows you that when we begin to seek the Lord with all our heart, they're going to come offenses to try to get to serve as a distraction so that we would not receive from God. But it depends on how bad you want it. How bad you want to be delivered? How bad you want to be saved? How bad you want to be set free? Praise the living God. Twenty-seven said the woman said, "I agree, Lord. Yes, Lord. Children on me. I am a dog. You know, a dog receives in it and everything. And when she looked back over her life." Separated from God, she knew she was acting just like that, a dog. She received it and everything that was not of God. So she said, yes, Lord. And what was so good about this, the Holy Spirit gave this woman to say this. Now this woman did not just think of this. The Holy Spirit gave her to say this to the Lord. She said, yes, Lord, yet yeah. even the little pups, eat the crumbs that fall from their young master's table. Praise the living God. That was nothing but the Holy Spirit who told her that. She said, yes, I am a dog. But still, the pups, when crumbs fall from their master's table, the pups eat them. So Lord, I have received every word that I've heard about you. I have received it. And Father, I thank you for hearing me. And then verse 28, Jesus answered her. And this is Jesus' word. He said, Oh, woman, great, great is your faith. Now, the woman done been tested about three times here, but she refused to become offended. When we refuse to become offended, the Lord say, then he look at us and say, great is your faith. He said, now, be it done for you as you wish. Because <laughs> he already knew what she wanted in her heart, you see. So he said, be it done for you as you wish. And it say, and her daughter was cured from that moment. From that very moment, those demon spirits left that little girl. The word, by the word of God, the spoken word of God, through, through the mother's faith drove those demons out of that little girl. Praise the living God. Dear heart, I know we have been taught that sometimes, sometimes when we try to get so deep in the word of God, it actually makes things very complicated whether you realize or not. Now, we have been told that because children are under the parent and the father is, is the head of the child, well, if that father is involved in in satanic worship and that the father is not worshiping the Lord, then automatically pours the children in. So therefore, you know, that child cannot be set free until that father is set free. Well, according to what I just read here, now that child had a father, and he won't serve in the Lord. So it was by because the faith of the mother who turned and believed in God's word, that her child was set free. So that cannot be true. (laughs) You see how sometimes we try to get so deep that it makes things so complicated. So that's the reason why some children today is not delivered, because when you bring a child, the first thing the person would say if they don't have a revelation of God's word well, where is the parent, especially the father? I can't do nothing to the father give their life to the Lord. But mother bringing, bringing Jesus to the child. The mother's faith is bringing the child to Jesus. Or the father's faith is bringing the child to Jesus. You get what I'm saying here? You see, and because of your faith in believing God's word, your child can be set free. It doesn't matter if the mother or the father was in witchcraft, was, was, uh, have a uh, Partaking in evil altars, it just don't matter. If you are the mother or the father, and you have surrendered your heart to the Lord, and by faith you believe God's word, then your faith in Him can set your child free. It, it doesn't matter if that child other parent has submitted to God or not. God only responds to faith. He responds to faith because again, according to this word here, this daughter, this woman, child or her daughter had a father somewhere and he was not serving the Lord. But yet still, because of her faith, Jesus set her totally free.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Dear Lord, I just want you to meditate upon this because Jesus' desire is to set children free set them free. You know, I thank him because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, I'm not like man that I have to repent. No, no. I don't have to repent because I don't sin. I make no mistake. So Jesus' desire is to set captives free. His desire is to set people free, no matter of their race, no matter their gender, no matter of, of their age, his desire is to set us totally, totally free. But, you know, I am finding that the Lord always does what he said he does. Again, we must believe him. We must believe that he would do as he said he would do. We must believe that he would do as we asked him to do. Faith is the only thing that moves God, and that is our life. We live by faith. We that that's just our life because we we serve a, a, a living God, a living God. We serve a person that in the natural we cannot see, but by faith we know that He's there and He cares for us. He do not want us to be content- to be contaminated. Within ourselves, with evil, our body is for the temple of the Holy Ghost.
0: Devil should not be
1: in children of God. It should they should not. As I was telling the young lady yesterday, devil should not be living in a child of God's house, which is the body, because the body is a house or the temple of the Holy Ghost. They only supposed to be on the outside of the house working their evil doings, not on the inside. Just like I told this young lady, I want you to imagine a thief. Now, outside of your house, you know there's plenty of thieves somewhere, but they're not in your house. As long as they don't come in your house, you're fine. But you know they're on the outside, and so they look for houses who are, the owners are careless, And leaving open uh, uh, a little opening so they can enter in to come into the house. I said, but I said, likewise with demons, that's how they are. I said, that's the reason why James chapter 4, verse 7, it says we must submit to God. Then we'll be able to resist the devil, and then he will flee from us. They should not be on the inside of the house, only on the outside. But God is so gracious and merciful because He knows that some of His children are so careless, careless in their ways, and the enemy will find a way to sneak into the house. And because He's such a gracious and merciful God, He said, "I have given you power over all the power of the enemy. I've given you authority and power over all the all not not some of the power of the enemy, but all." So it it doesn't matter what demon it is, how strong and bad and bold the demon say he is, Jesus said he's given the power over all the power of the enemy. So at the name of Jesus, when we speak that name by faith, devils got to go. Out of the house. Out of the house. You get what I'm saying? Out of the house. They're on the outside trying to get back in. So we got to prevent them from coming back in and how we do that is, as this young lady did, she knelt down and she worshiped the Lord. We must serve the Lord in spirit and in truth. So I thank God uh, for the understanding of his word, because even now, him sitting on the right-hand side of the Father right now, when he walked this earth, he said, I still desire, as I desire when I walk on the, on the earth, he said, Tara, I desire that now for my children to be free, no matter of who they are, no matter of their age, my desire is for them to be free and to stay free. So, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Give us more wisdom, revelation of your word. Father, I thank you, Father, for Protecting the children. Father, thank you for the grace and the compassion that you've been showing upon them. Because, actually, Father, the enemy's aim actually is to destroy them so that he can take them off this earth prematurely. But you said, no, no, you have not, you would not allow the enemy to take them prematurely. So, Father, I ask you to send forth a laborer. In their midst, Father, to set them totally free. Father, thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace, and your compassion for us all. Thank you for for keeping us. Because Father, you are through Jesus Christ, our stronghold, our high tower, our protector, our strength. (laughs) You are our everything, Father. Father. Help us to realize that we must keep our mind, stay, stay, not temporarily on you, but stayed on you so our heart can remain in perfect peace. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Father, for already choosing those, Father, that who we come in contact with in using us as your vessel of honor, your vessel of mercy, And setting them totally free from the enemy, Father, I praise you and glorify you today in Jesus' name. So, I just want to say for the parents we have here, I like to pray for your children. I like to pray for the children. Um, There's a reason why the Lord sent them here, and there's a reason why He particularly gave me this scripture passage to go by is for the prayer. Of the children, I thank the Lord for this little young man here. Praise, look at them. Look, 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 look. See the Holy Spirit come, come right here. You move this ball. All right, he's the oldest here. Come on, here. I thank the Lord. Look at me, baby. I thank the Lord for you because you was eating every word that came out of my mouth. You were it. You were it so that you touch your brother to wake up and pay attention. Because you felt that God was talking to you and your brother, your sister. Because you know they follow you, don't they? They follow you. Everything you do, they do. That's the reason why the Lord touched you the most. Because God wants you to set a good example for your little sister and your little brother. Okay? God had put that responsibility in your heart to lead your little sister, to guide your little brother, because they follow you, and that's the reason why you. I felt you just was eating every word. Little children don't mainly do that, but he did that, and I knew that was the Lord. The Lord had been dealing with him that you must do things that is right, set the right example for your little brother, your little sister. Because again, whatever they see you do, they do. Whatever they hear you say, they say. And before they even make a decision to do anything, they always look at you. They look at you for God's direction. Okay? So the Lord said, from now on, He wants to use you. You hear that? He wants to use you. God wants to use you. But you're going to have to, when you're at home, Put away those games. The Lord said, put away those games. Those games are not helping your mind in the things of God. Okay? You understand? They are not helping your mind in the things of God. They're not building your strength, your mind, in the things of God. They're you contrary to the things of God, away from the things of God. Okay? So the Lord said, you got to put them away. i leave it between you and your daddy as far as what you decide to do with them. But from this point on, you need to stop playing those games. You need to ask your father, do you got a Bible at home? Ask your father to purchase your own Bible. Let you go, take you to pick out your own Bible, okay? And you need to set a certain time. Of course, you do your school work first, do your chores around the house, okay? After that is completed, you get your Bible, and you begin to read. Now, the Father, get him a Bible where he can understand what he's reading. Okay? Make that very clear. Let him choose the Bible. There are many versions, but make sure you choose one where you can understand what it says. And you need to apply your mind into the Word of God. And when you do that, the Lord is going to start talking to you and he's going to help your mind. Those, those nightmares you have at night, he's going to help your mind. Confusion that comes in your mind, that you don't tell your dad about, he's going to, he's going to help your mind, okay? Because your mind has been filled with evilness from those video games. It's an it's a overload. Your mind has been overloaded with evil from those video games, and your mind got to be washed you know how when your body gets dirty, you got to take a bath and wash your body. Well, there's only one way you can wash your mind from evilness, from things that pull you away from the Lord. And that is the Word of God. As you meditate and breathe upon the Word of God, okay, that is how you wash your mind. And the Lord said your mind got to be washed. So devil, in the name of Jesus, I command you to come out of his mind. Out in Jesus name out in Jesus name come out of his mind come out of his will come out of his emotions come out of his body in the name of Jesus Holy Ghost burn from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet every spirit that's not of the Holy Spirit flush it out Holy Spirit by your mighty fire Fire of the Holy Spirit, burn. Everything that's not of you, burn in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Out in the name of Jesus. Give him a clean sweep. Give him a clean sweep. Give them a respectable and obedient spirit towards adults in Jesus' name, Father. Fill them, Father, with your holy presence. Fill them to overflow. Let them feel your love and compassion, Father, in Jesus' name. So remember, baby, that the Lord said, You are their example. Okay? You are their example. And make sure you do the right thing. When people say things to you, especially adults, when they say things to you that you don't understand, the Lord say, keep your mouth closed and ask the Lord to help you. Okay? Just ask the Lord to help you. Alright? I was like you that many times grown up said things I knew weren't right, but I will always hear the Lord say, Terry, respect your elders. Don't say anything. You just respect them, okay. As long as they don't tell you to do something that is contrary to what God said to do, the Lord said respect them, and you don't and you don't obey them when they tell you to do something wrong. If you if they tell you to do something you don't understand, go to your daddy or Miss Mary and ask them, okay. And the Lord will direct you in what to do or say, okay. But remember. You are their example, okay? And have the sample, baby. Come on. I'm getting to you, baby. Praise the Lord. You love your older brother, don't you? You follow him, whatever he do, whatever he say, you believe him, right? Okay. Pray your name. Every spirit that is not of the Holy Spirit, I command you to come out of this boy. Come out of his mind. Come out of his will. Come out of his his, his emotion. Come out of his body in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost fire burn. Burn everything that's not of you, Lord Jesus, out. Out of him right now. Let your mighty fire ramshackle his body. In Jesus' name. Your spirit of shyness, out. Out in Jesus' name. Out in Jesus' name. Father, I ask you to anoint the gift that have given. Anoint his four strong, Father. To sing for your glory your glory alone, Father. Father, I thank you for keeping him in spirit and in truth. And what I want you to do too, baby. I, matter of fact, I want you to start, having, start reading the Bible with your brother and your sister. You hear me? To do this. You hear me? Read the Bible with them. Just set aside 10-15 minutes every day whenever you did your schoolwork and your chores, And read the Bible to your brother and sister. And y'all, and y'all take turns reading, okay? Alright, baby? Jesus loves you. He loves you. Now, your brother is going to stop those games, video games, that are leaving him away from the Lord. He's going to set that example. You do the same, okay? And Father, ask you to anoint their mind where they supersede in their schoolwork, Father. Give them favor with the teachers, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Bless your heart. That's so sweet, you Here's the precious one here. You, you look up to your, little, your, your older brothers, don't you? Okay? So, as they show you the things of God, and do the things of God, you do it as well. You follow them as they follow God, okay? All right? Father, she's a precious daughter. Right now, take authority in the spirit realm. You spirit that is tormenting this child, but she can't sleep at night. I command you to come out. Come out of her mind out of her mind, come out of her will, come out of her will, come out of her emotions, come out of her body now in Jesus' name, for the blood of Jesus have set her free, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, holy ghost fire burn every spirit that's not of you, give her a clean sweep, sweeping out every spirit that's not of you by your mighty fire, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, out in Jesus' name, out in Jesus' name, out in Jesus' name, out in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for keeping your daughter. Give her peace in her heart, peace in her mind, Father. Let her feel your compassion, your love, Father. Keep her safe in your loving arms, Father. And Father, she shall grow up to be the mighty woman of God you call her to be. Father, give all three of them an humble spirit, an obedient spirit, Father, and a submissive spirit to their parents, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. amen.
2: Well, you hear the Lord. You heard the Lord. There's power his thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank in thank the, thank thank the name of Jesus. You. Thank you, Jesus. There is power in the name of oh, Jesus. To break every chain. 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 Thank you, Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Thank you, for There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain Break every chain Break
0: every
2: chain Glory
1: Praise your holy name Dear Lord, I just want to tell you God did something wonderful in the spirit realm His anointing power was all over me When I feel a heat like that And I know angels are battling in this spirit realm Those spirits are gone in Jesus' name you hear me? They are gone from those no children in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Lord, touch the choice of the little children. Lord, we praise you and magnify you and glorify you today. We thank you, thank you, Lord. Glory.
2: Glory. There is power so, my children. He's a in the name of Jesus. Children.
1: Thank God for you two coming in. You know, the message today now God wants to set children free. God has touched the heart
2: of those little children back there.
1: His presence is here to heal, to save, and deliver little children. If you don't mind, bring your child. Today, child. I want to just put my hands on and pray for her. Why the anointing is on me because people need to realize when, when God was anointing is on you is was we the creature. You better take heed or come after because the is not going to be there. And <laughs> i am stupid, because I'm about to fall down. Woo! Raise your holy name. Father, this, this little girl, she's your daughter, Father. Right now, Father, ask you to seal her by your Holy Spirit.
2: Father, break every chain. From the thread of her head to the sole of her feet. Break
1: in every the spirit that is not of the Holy Spirit, loose your home. Come out of her right now in the name of Jesus. Come out of her mind. Come out of her will. Come out of her emotion. Come out of her body in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, seal her by the power of your Holy Spirit. Holy Ghost fire, give her a switch.
2: From the crown of her head
1: to the soles of her feet. Holy Ghost fire, burn, burn everything that's not of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for keeping her, in her by your Holy Spirit, Father. Huh? For she shall grow up to be the woman of God. You call her to be Father. Father, I thank you no weapon that has formed against her. It will not prosper. You demon spirit of infirmity. I command you to loose your hold right now in the mighty name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has set her free. The blood of Jesus has set her free. And Father, we thank you for your mighty power, Lord. Father, just intend to protect her. Give her sweet sleep at night, Father. Sweet dream, Father. Reveal yourself to her in her dream, Father. Let her see your son in her dream, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for sealing her and keeping her by your mighty power. In Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank There's you. There's in the day. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you, thank you Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain.
1: the Lord. Thank you for coming out. You know, we um, we just finished and, and concluding our services. So <laughs> that's fine. You came in just in time because I'm telling you that the Lord chose this particular service today was for the children. To pray and intercede for the children. To set the children free. So you did what God have asked you to do to come for your, for your, your child or grandchild. For your grandchild. Right. Hey, Hey, God did something amazing for your grandchild. What's so, up? Can I say something? Let's go ahead. This morning, I had prayed over her the same, and I said, "Lord, use her. Let me know for Your voice at an early age." Lord. And I said, "Well, I know you call her to do her work. Mm. She will be able to speak, realize mm. while she's, Amen, eating. and see, 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 you, you came, came right out. on time." You came yes. by right on time. Now, uh, if, you, if you go, you from Fedville. Yes. Oh, so you, you, you the couple who called us a while yes. and, Oh, okay, praise the Lord. Yes. Okay, if you if you get a call back there, you see okay. our website, and probably later on today, I'm gonna post uh, this. uh know, delivered service. Okay. That where you may listen to the full message. Okay. And then you will understand and see why I said you came right on time and Thank God, God. you to bring your branch out. Because the day was the day he set aside for prayer for the children. Because yes. all week I've been saying, Lord, give me a scripture reference. Mm. I didn't get it. Did, did, did this morning I said the same thing. And later on he gave me Matthew the, the 15th chapter okay. with the uh, Samaritan woman mm-hmm. when she brought the uh, Canaanite woman um, who got her, her daughter being right. vexed with a devil. Mm-hmm. So I knew today that the Lord specifically chose a day for. Prayer and for the children, and God sent forth the children this morning, today. So again, thank you um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for coming out. Now, now, Roger will be hosting House Shalom on next Saturday, okay. and we start at three three p.m. Okay. The healing and deliverance service, is, which is hosted by the Children's night, Evangelist okay. King, okay. Evangelist King. I do this every first Saturday of the month at okay. three p.m. Okay. okay. All right. So, praise the Lord. So, dear Lord, if, if God is, is leading you to, to give, and, and I want to say thank you for all those who gave the last hymn Deliverance service, I want to tell you because um, uh, uh, the Church of Mike Ministry, we are a ministry of uh, uh, salvation, healing, deliverance, and giving. You know, I work with pastors in Africa, pastors who are uh, considered to be. Uh, uh, unknown pastors, struggling pastors, who have devoted themselves to the Lord and providing for the orphans and front of children and widows and elderly in their community. So I work with them in sending them might size, M-I-T-E, contribution. You know, the word might mean an insignificant amount or, or piece but it's not insignificant. It does a lot because our money converts so much over into Africa. So whenever they have a, I like, I like doing food distributions over there. So, so what I do is I network with those pastors who are already living there and doing the work of God and they are struggling. I send them contribution, my side contribution, and they get the contributions and they buy food to distribute in their community. And I want to say for last month, your donation came right on time because this community, they are in the rural areas of Africa. They're not in the main cities like Uganda, Kampala, or Kenya, Nairobi. Those actually have been cities. God bless me to go to Nairobi for. It was like being here in the United States when you go to Nairobi. You know, I was like, take me where the people is, you know, people who really need help. That's the way I felt. So, that contribution was right on time because I, this pastor who's in, um, can't pronounce it, K-I-S-I-I. I can't pronounce that right. Kisi, Kisi Kenya. He, he's in the rural area. And his house is made out of dung and mud. You see, that's the community he lives in. So, so the people are lacking, they don't have clean water, they don't have food. So when I sent him that hundred dollars, that hundred dollars fed the community because it converts so much of their money, it fed the community. And what was what was so, and he also feed orphans, but what really touched my heart was this these elderly men from the ages of 70, I think he said 70 and nine years of age. They heard about him giving out food and they walked to where he, he lived, and it was this one elder man. He was so weak because he had no water and food for, I don't know how long, that he fainted. On his way, he fainted. And it took them 30 minutes to revive him, to revive him. When they revived him, they gave him some pot pot. How do you pronounce that? Orange. Porridge, You know, slowly gave them to revive his strength. And that food came right on time. If it was not for your contribution, that man would have died. Just for not having no food and no clean water. And, and, and I thank God, and I always share that with people, what, they, what, what their funds do. Because I love I love hosting those food, uh, food distributions. I also work with a pastor who, who's in uh, Soroti, Uganda. Uh, he goes in uh, Karamoja. I call it the Karamoja Uganda Mission. And I send uh, funds over there. And then Narwha, Karaw- <laughs> I, I forgot what the name is. It's a village over there. Uh, yeah, so there's a vision over there that I give money to provide to help the whole community. Over 80-some 80, 80 people, they, they get fed, and mm-hmm. I got videos of that, and it's such a blessing. And see, what blesses these people is a lot of time these people not even serving the Lord, but for them to know that God loves them because the pastors minister to them the Word of God and let them know that God loves them, and what really touched them and win them over to the Lord is to know that somebody that ha- they not even met them, they don't even know sent them money to buy food. That really touches their heart. And they give their life to the Lord. Come on now, think about it. Somebody they, don't, they never met, they don't even know them, but the love that they showing toward them and sending them contributions, they're like, it gotta be a God. And just that little bit of money was a cause of them coming to the Lord. Oh man, I tell you, when we meet the Lord face to face, we can't be excuse. We can't say, Well, Lord, if you gave me this amount of money, I would have done this and that for you. The Lord I said, No. Only takes a little bit. Mm-hmm. You just do what B O B to do what I told you to do, I would bring the increase. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what your contributions are. So God leading you to you can just feel free anytime to put your contributions in there and I'm gonna ask my husband if he will say, he would close us out.
2: <laughs> so funny. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, let me take this though. For you—you, you, parents apparently got kids. You know, when I first started teaching them, this is how I taught the children and the parents. And I tell you, I got a great respect from the school system in Wayne County. Um, you can, you can pressure yourself a giant bottle um, bank. You know, there's a big bottle bank there, but they got the Coca-Cola bottle bank and other giant bottle bank. And what you can do is you can teach your children because over here our children, when they see, you know, the coins, cool they think it's so insignificant and, and can't buy anything. And, they get careless, they can throw them away, or they see them on the floor, they won't pick them up. And they just think it's insignificant. Mm-hmm. Well, if you teach your children that, when they look at one, and then look at another penny that's half of a mound, that would provide a meal one day for a child, and this is no lie, in Lusaka, uh, uh, Zambia, that is the case. And I tell them, I tell the parent, I said teach your children that to let them know not look at a penny as a penny, but look at a penny as a life. You saving a life. So if you teach a child that when every time they see a corn, they don't see a corn as a corn, they see a life saving a child. And so they their aim is to you have a, a baby bottle babe somewhere in the house and they would come always come in and put it in there because they think about a life. Mm-hmm. Now what you actually do for your child, You're teaching them in their heart to be Christ-like, to be loving, to be caring, to be concerned, compassionate, to help others. You see? So that's why I tell people that children might be a two-way feeding system. Our kids help feed orphans and vulnerable children, but at the same time, these orphans and vulnerable children are feeding our children as far as being Christ-like. Because our children over here are so unthankful, unappreciative of things. So this is a way to preserve, preserve humility in them. Because when they again, when they see peers nickel down, or even in your car, on your dresser, they'll say, Mama, can we, when we say this to say to the children, always have that outgoing compassion to help someone else. And just think your child continues to grow up with that attitude, God will definitely use them one day. <laughs> They'd be perfect ground for God to use them.
2: How great is our God Sing with me, how great is our God Majesty. let all the earth be choice, let all the earth before. the future of this ministry and those that are part of it. And we give you praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' holy name.
0: plus